This is the Lindell Report, bringing you news combined with hope by offering practical and achievable action points to assist you in defending and preserving faith and freedoms. And now, here is your host, Mike Lindell. Welcome to the Lindell Report, and we're going to have a great show tonight. Um, Brandon, do you have that um, um, Gateway Pundit article that came out? I do, and here it is. The jig is up. Exclusive local reporter describes election expert Halderman breaking into Dominion voting machine and changing vote totals during his Georgia testimony. And Garland Favorito will be on about that with us. Right, everybody. So call everybody you know right now. Um, we have Garland coming on. This case, I'll, I'll frame it for you, everybody. It's been going on for about four years. Crooked Brad Rastenberger. Remember, we have the Raffi Awards right here on uh, Lindell Report. Um, uh, probably, uh, uh, remember, he's the Secretary of State Republican, so-called of Georgia. and uh, uh, But he has suppressed this uh, evidence for in this case for almost four years and uh wait till you know garland's gonna tell you how it all unfolded in court but uh this is the same case everybody an obama appointed judge who um what was the brand like october when he said you know what this is gonna move forward and you and we, if you question the machines you're not a conspiracy theorist that's yeah, what i got that, to take off my tinfoil hat Remember that was that? that was judge totenberg she uh she totenberg mm -hmm. so so when she said we can move this case forward, she also said that the experts, experts have looked at this, not just Professor Haldeman. I believe there was another expert. Remember, everybody, these were Democrat plaintiffs. Remember, I've been telling you on this show, and I've been telling you for a long time, the Democrats wanted these machines gone for two decades. You know, our biggest pushback out there, and the Garland will tell you that too, has been Republicans. Why do the Republicans block us at every turn? You know why? Because they're uniparty Republicans. They're the, they're some of the worst ones, the Brad Rathenbergers of the world, the Robin Bosses of the world, the Kim Hammers in Arkansas of the world, the uh, Shane Schollers of Missouri. These are the blockers out there, people, and we can't understand why they continue to block our, our and, and, uh, and try and stop us from getting secure election platforms and secure elections. But what great news, uh, and Garland's going to tell you, this article that came out, uh, Professor Halderman, now this case went to court, the judge said, it's going to go to court, and you have every right to question these machines, and it went on January 9th, and so Garland's going to give us a report here, but apparently Halderman, right in front of the judge and the whole world, uh, hacked into it with a pen and flipped the votes. And, uh, and I want everyone to know before Garland comes on, these machines go horizontal too, which means you hack into one and you get every machine. You get them all. They all go, they're all tied into a network. It's like if you hack into a computer, any computer tied into that through what? The internet, everybody. It's called the internet. Remember, they say they're not online, Brandon. We know that's a lie now. We've got our wireless monitoring devices. But, but um, this is very um, – this – case and what happened there should be the number one story in the world everybody all the lawfare that's went on the whole world is watching to see if the united states can get rid of these electronic voting machines 
And that's what they're really watching for. That's what the people are watching for. And Brandon, I told you to check about an hour ago. Did any other news tell? Is Fox talking about this? I, I think Logan might have a thing. I think we tried to get a hold of Fox, but we'll check with them in a minute. Um, what, is there any other reports out there other than the Gateway Pundit? Uh, I have not found one yet, and I'm still looking. Wow, it's unbelievable. And we did, I did get to talk about it on Brandon on War Room, but uh, hopefully tonight, all you, all you um, journalists that are watching this show, your Newsweeks of the world, you guys watch this show every night. Why don't you do the world a favor and report what Garland's going to tell you tonight on this show? Do yourself a favor. You know, if you live in this country, or actually if you live anywhere in the world, we need to get rid of these electronic computers and these machines and melt them down, turn them into prison bars, period. The only one I have found so far is the AJC uh, politics, and uh, that's the only one I have found so far, and I think that's the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Yes, it is. So it makes sense right. that the Atlanta Journal-Constitution has an article on it. Experts shows how to tamper with Georgia voting machine and security trial. Election officials say vulnerability are merely speculate, speculative. Uh, speculative. Wow. I, I, I can't find, I haven't yet, I'm not saying there isn't, but when you when you do a search, it's not like four or five article pop up. What pops up is this one right here so far. And, and you see just the way that article tried to twist it. You know, it's not, this is the headlines, everybody. It should be everyone. Um, people, you know, when we did the cyber symposium in the summer of 21, everybody, in, in August of 21, do you know, Brandon, we have machines in the back room. If you remember that, everybody, we were going to, we set up a, uh, where people could vote. And then we were going to show them how easy it was to flip the votes inside the machines. And somebody hacked in from one of the tables out in the main, the main uh, uh, concourse there, the main room, and they hacked in and and uh, we had to we had to reset everything. They hacked in and stopped the whole. Uh, we were having this mock election. Remember that, Brandon? Yes, I sure do. So yeah, anyway, I did. I did um, again. I'm, every only thing I'm finding, like this article right here, is just a reprint from the Atlanta Journal Constitution. Well, it would make right. sense that the Atlanta Journal Constitution is reporting it, but other than the Gateway Pundit, it's not like I'm not finding big media outlets picking it up. Obviously, beyond Atlanta. Right. Well, it should be every 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 outlet in the world. All these journalists watching tonight. This is the news that needs to get out there. This is a landmark case. This is a well. Let's bring in Garland because his time's so important right now. He's been at the spear the spearhead of uh, of election crime, not just in Georgia, but but for our whole country. And this case is probably the or, or one of the most important cases ever. So, hey, Garland. Yes, Garland Hi, Garland. Hey there, Mike and Brandon. How are y'all? Great, thank you for joining us. We've been a little busy. Yeah, you, you've been you've been busy. <laughs> oh, yes, indeed. Oh, uh, well, why don't you run, why don't you run, take us through? I know we talked to you long or before the trial. Didn't it start on January 9th? Is that the day it started? Yeah, yeah. We have been uh, heads down um, working. 24, not quite 24 seven, maybe 27 uh, since January 9 uh, on, on the case down there every day. Um, just trying to the, you know, we, we only know what witnesses are going to be called the night before, and then we have to prepare questions for them. 
And then uh, typically the court uh, has lately been trying to shut down our questions because we're getting more and more to the bottom of the of some of the problems. Uh, but as you said, uh, Mike, this one, this what happened? Uh, I guess that was Thursday. If I'm got my days are all running together. Uh, Dr. Halderman did hack a, a ballot marking device in front of the court. And what he did was uh, it basically, um, in kind of in the summary, is he take a he took a pin, stuck it in the um, compartment where the power plug was or is and then uh, rebooted the uh, machine in safe mode, added malware, printed out uh, a ballot with the QR code having a different value than what the selected text had. And then he tabulated that to show that his vote for George Washington was actually counted for Benedict Arnold. Wow. Well, I want to ask you, was there a lot of oohs and ahs in the courtroom when that happened? What was the judge's reaction? Um, yeah, it was, it was kind of interesting. You know, they, they asked what was interesting later under cross-examination when they asked Dr. Halderman, um, well, can you quantify the risk? You know, cause he's, you know, he's never done a quanti uh, quantitative analysis on uh, how, what the risk is. So they would thought they were catching. And Dr. Halderman said, well, look, I just put a pin into the, machine and hacked it before your eyes it seems like to me that quantifies the risk well enough uh and the people <laughs> yeah. the right. uh, uh the folks in the courtroom got a got a pretty good kick out of that one right wow well the uh so now um and everybody if uh now this case has been going on i said what over three years right well, yeah, uh, the 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 case against the Dominion system has been going on for four years, but the case against uh, unverifiable voting in here uh, has been going on for six years. So starting back in 2017, wow. when the case was originally filed, you know, we had already taken the case to the Georgia Supreme Court. Now, I'm not talking about the curling case, but we took another case to the Georgia Supreme Court and got, it was ruled against us. We were trying to get the old machines kicked out back then on uh, unverifiability and lack of auditability. Um, the Georgia Supreme Court denied us, but then the curling case came along and uh, that one, uh, they, the judge did uphold the same issues we had raised all the way back in 2002, she found that the system was not wow. verifiable and it was not audible. She kicked out the machine, said they abandoned for future use in federal elections. Uh, then that proved what I said earlier, uh, 17 years before that. So, so that was uh, she's off, we were off to a great start, you know, in that. And she's okay, even more. Hey, can I? I want to ask something, Garland. So, I want to make sure everybody realizes. The defendant in this case is Crooked Brad Rassenberger, right? Right. Uh, Ravensburger is, the, you know, started out as the defendant was Brian Kemp uh, when he was Secretary of State back in 2017. Then when uh, Brad Ravensburger became the secretary, he's now the defendant, along with the state election board. Right. Now, Brad, now I heard uh, Brad, everybody, Brad's a Republican, the Secretary of State. Everybody, I told you this earlier. He's my number one in this country, the number one blocker in the country for everything I've been trying to do. Robin Voss is probably a close second up in Wisconsin. Uh, I know you would argue that Brad's number one, uh, um, Garland, but uh, 
But with Brad, now did they want him, wasn't he subpoenaed to testify and he walked away from it or said no? Well, yeah, that's exactly right, Mike. The uh, the author of the book, uh, Integrity Counts, was not willing to testify under oath about his election system. Wow, wow. So what's the... Uh... What would be the the uh, the outcome? I mean, this judge. How could this judge, knowing seeing what you've seen so far and knowing what you know and knowing what has been presented so far, how could she not rule um, to get rid of these machines? And if she if she if she does, um, I mean, obviously this is a landmark case for the whole country and the world as far as that goes. If she yeah. votes, if she rules to get rid of these, isn't that the relief? If she rules to get rid of them, a, a is that the relief you're you're wanting? And if she does, um, let's start there. Well, yeah. So um, there's a couple things there. So I think that there's going to be a ruling uh, in the plaintiff's favor in some way, shape, or form. But the issue is, you know, I think y'all know that we have a plaintiff in this matter, Ricardo Davis, who has pulled out from the other plaintiffs. And he's representing, uh, being represented separately by uh, attorney David Oles here in Georgia. Um, and he um, he is seeking a more uh, broader relief than some of the other plaintiffs. Uh, the other plaintiffs seem to be happy with just uh, removing the uh, ballot marking device itself and leaving all the tabulators and scanners in place. Uh, we, we were not, you know, Ricardo was not willing to go along with that. Um, and he wants a, the entire system. Uh, he needs, he wants Georgians to have relief from this entire system because there's a lot of evidence that there are, there's problems with the tabulators and the scanners. Uh, you know, Dr. Holm has already said that the scanners accept duplicate ballots. We're trying to get evidence of that, those duplicate ballots on the record. Um, and um, the, so, so it, it's with, given all the security issues that are being raised with this system, it seems to me to be a border on absurdity to think that they're, they're going to be fixed by replacing the, just the ballot marking device. So that's one of the issues. That's one of the issues that we're concerned about. The other issue is that um, we want to have our Ricardo uh, is is trying to get evidence of uh, the actual problems that occurred in the 2020 election because the defense is making the argument that Dr. Haldeman and other experts are simply providing academic. Uh, uh, theory, and that is speculative. And right. we uh, are trying to get non-speculative evidence that doesn't duplicate what they do onto the right. record. Uh, and that way, it defeats the defense's argument. Uh, right. So, and so, but there is a reluctance uh, from the other plaintiffs to uh, well, and maybe one in particular uh, to an attorney who wants to, don't want to get that evidence on. Right. Well, what's wrong with uh, bringing that one Democrat that got zero votes in her own precinct? That's pretty. Uh, how do you explain that? Or how about the one that got uh, four thousand some votes and she wasn't on the ballot? Or how about you know all these craziness that happened in Georgia in the twenty twenty election? This is. You know, you'd think you'd be able to bring uh, some of that into play here because it's unexplainable. 
They can't. Well, that's it. right. That's right. So uh, Mike, well, Ricardo testified to the uh, the DeKalb County problem that you just mentioned, where Michelle Long Spears got no votes in the precinct where she and her husband lived, and then they ran a machine recount. It didn't fix it, and then uh, uh, finally they did a hand count, and that that got the correct results. So, right. uh, but there is uh, a lot of trouble. Uh, we've had we've had a lot of trouble in getting that into. Uh, uh, into the record, but we have that pending. We we put it in the DeKalb County report, and now, hopefully that's going to be. Been, has the judge been, uh, um, you know, pretty? Uh, uh, you know, do you do you think she'll let that in? Has they been? I mean, obviously she's gotten this far, which uh, is uh, surprising to me anyway that she's even allowed uh, the, and even made the statement. Hey, we're not conspiracy theorists, it, but I guess it's. Uh, um, I mean, do you think uh, you know you're you're living it and breathing it down there? So you say, uh, I, I guess. Well, let me rephrase this: If she would end up getting saying, "Hey, these," but could she say Georgia can't use these machines? These uh, machines are bad. Now, if she says that, or can she say that? A is that one of the things for relief? Would they yeah. then appeal it, or would this be? Could all this be done if they make that ruling? Uh, do you guys have to present an alternate system? Say, hey. Here, here, here's easy, Judge. Here we can use a hand-counted paper ballot system. Uh, are you able to say that, or is that not part of the process? So the judge, uh, that's a good question. The judge has uh, explained that her, her jurisdiction and authority is that she can declare uh, any and all parts of the Dominion BMD system to be constitutionally deficient. What she cannot do is to tell the state what kind of system they have to implement. So that works for us. Uh, if she declares the whole thing, uh, um, you know, unconstitutional, which she should, then uh, what they, the state will be forced to come up with something that's got to be a little better uh, and address some of the issues. So um, that's kind of where we are. Uh, in now, terms who would come of, up? Would that be the legislatures that would have to come up with something very fast to replace that? Well, the, you could. The Secretary of State could implement the handmark paper ballot system that you said. I don't believe that that would require legislation. Um, right. Although they might, they might pass. They will probably pass some legislation uh, because of that. But there's one other thing that's interesting about this is that she's also declared that Secretary of State's inactions uh, can also result in constitutional deficiencies to our right to vote. So the Secretary of State's, uh, what they've been doing in terms of inactions or inappropriate actions uh, is fair game in this trial. So we are, are attacking wow. that as well, and we're right. getting less opposition uh, on those things, as we than we are on trying to get actual evidence into the record of is there uh, is there some is there with Brad Rassenberger everybody what he did now he has suppressed this and suppressed this and they, he was supposed to get or he could have got rid of these machines before the 2020 election didn't he make a comment that uh, he's not even going to get rid of them uh, before 2024 didn't he already make those comments or did I or did I just hear that somewhere. No, you're, you're right, Mike. He, he's going to stick with these machines as is through the 2024 election unless, unless the court rules otherwise. Right. 
Now here I want to, and I, I want to tell everyone too. The, uh, um, it's 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 amazing. I wonder if uh, ESNS and these other machine companies aren't sitting back going, "Hey, here's an opportunity for us." But I want to tell everybody, and I'll tell you this, Garland. I was in Louisiana, and I was in Louisiana many times there, and they were they were looking at they're the longest running partner with Dominion in the country, and. And they were looking at all the different machines and paper ballot, all the different machine companies. And actually, at that time, they were going to buy more Dominion machines. And then they wanted that Halderman report, that Secretary of State there. He wanted the Halderman report, and they wouldn't give it to him. But I'll tell you, all I right. was personally at a Senate hearing down there, and ESNS was questioned. They were questioned by the Secretary of State, and they said, are your machines better than Dominion machines? Are they... Are they less vulnerable to hacking? And here's what he said, everybody. All voting machines have a backdoor and they're all hackable, just like your phones or anything else. I was surprised he said that, Garland. So I would hope that y'all down in Georgia don't replace the machine with the machine. So, um, but uh, I guess that would remain. I first, we got to get the ruling from the judge though, right? To say these these are, are vulnerable and these can't be used. Um, you know, and one of the things, too, is that just so everybody knows, I know just because Dominion's in the limelight all the time because they sued everybody, um, they, this is one of the few machines in history in the United States that you actually got to see inside where an expert got to look inside, like a Professor Haldeman got to completely do a, a forensic analysis of them. Is that correct, uh, Garland? I'm uh I'm sorry. Well, no, you're talking about Dr. Haldeman. Um, yeah. No, he did not do a uh, well. He did not do a forensic analysis at all. Uh, so this is where we get confusing. Dr. Haldeman's okay. not a Dr. Haldeman's not a forensic expert. What he is, he's a user uh, accessibility expert. Okay. Uh, so there, there's a fine line there that people, uh, most people, don't understand. And he has uh, extensive uh, expertise in uh, accessibility and the security, probably one of the oh. leading, leading experts in America in terms of user access of the voting machine. But he doesn't really do forensic uh, analysis. His friend, in fact, okay. he, he identified, even at that level, Mike, he identified at least a half a dozen serious vulnerabilities uh, right. That exist that exist system wide uh, across the Dominion system, and he's only looking at it. And I think he would tell you this himself. He's only looking at a very uh, top level. Uh, really, what I believe is just the tip of the iceberg. Right. When you get in, exactly. when you get into the actual data forensics of the Dominion system, you'll find. I believe you'll you would find, and we I think. We've, uh, the forensic experts have already found this in other states, that the system right. is uh, set up to be accessed wirelessly, which which uh, that's what appears to be, uh, you know, if you read these uh, reports, particularly the MESA 2 report. Um, yeah, the absolutely. Mesa, the, MESA, the MESA 2 report is is devastating. Uh, and, and, and that was the same, uh, rough, roughly the exact same system, Dominion 5.5 right. system, that uh, Georgia has as well. Right. I want to tell you, Garland, the, uh, you're, you're exactly right. And everybody, you can see if you look up inside the machines here at Frank's Beach, we have the whole Mesa County image up there for the whole world to see where you can see the votes flipped, everything that happened in there. 
that was forensic experts, cyber experts that went in there for six months and checked it all out and put that report up. But we not only put the report up, I put the whole image up there. The hashes are up there, everything's up there. So so no one can say, well, but they don't have evidence. It's all right there. Um, Garland, I want to quick tell you this. Um, we have news out of New Hampshire. Um, it's not public yet, um, but the, um, there was actually problems with machines there, and they called the Secretary of State's office, and they uh, and they were glitching, giving two two uh, two votes or whatever. It was it was a big glitch. They called the Secretary of State's office, and they said, "Oh, I'm not going to repeat what they said, but it said, oh, and then a swear word." And 15 minutes later, they called back and said it should be working okay now. Now, how do you fix that from another area if you're not online and you fixed it remotely? <laughs> uh, you think about that, everybody. It was disgusting, yeah. but we have so we have a lot of people of our team up in up in uh, New Hampshire right now, all over New Hampshire, and there's a lot of stuff going to come out of there. Um, and uh, but this is the same everywhere, but. Uh, I know we're getting low on time. Um, the uh, Garland, what uh, what do you when does the uh, um, I guess does that surprise you, Garland, that they're and they, you know that other... I was shocked. I was shocked that they had voting <laughs> machine problems in in New Hampshire. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, what do you? Uh, how long does the trial expect to go on yet? The trial is going to continue on until mid next week, most likely. Um, maybe when I would guess Wednesday, possibly Thursday before it finishes up. Um, okay. and, uh, I'll, I'll give you another report at that time. Um, okay. so, uh, the, 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 um, plaintiffs are, uh, are resting in the morning. They will, they will finish up their case and then we'll move to the defendant's case. The defendants are going to argue for what they call a directed verdict, which is kind of like, uh, you know, the plaintiffs haven't proved their case. And therefore, um, you know, we, they want the judge to dismiss it. That's probably going to be based on uh, mostly uh, the argument that there's uh, the, the evidence that has been presented is mostly speculative. So, um, so, but we'll, we'll see, uh, it, I, it's not, that's not likely that the judge would, um, would uh, uphold that, that, that motion. So I think we'll go on into the full trial. We'll see the defendants make their, um, their uh, arguments and uh, that will be kind of interesting. The plaintiffs will get to cross. Right, okay. Hey, before you leave, I, I think we're out of time. I, um, but the, um, um, what, how do people, can they, how can they support everything you've been doing the last, uh, as far as I can remember? Um. Mike, thank you very much for asking. You know, as you know, it's voterga.org. Uh, we are a nonpartisan, nonprofit, the only real nonpartisan organization uh, operating in, in Georgia for the last uh, 20 years or 17 years. And the most important thing, Mike, is that we are volunteers. I don't take a salary. Uh, and, no, and nor does Tamara or any, any, you know, we are just trying to save Georgia. All we really want is a secure 2024 uh, election. And we are fighting uh, election officials in the, in the judicial branch, the legislative branch and the executive branch. But we're going to keep right. this fight up uh, until we succeed and win in 2024 and have an honest election. Well, that's awesome. And hey, what was that website one more time? Uh, VoterGA.org. There That's you go, it. everybody. BorderGA.org. Help support Garland. Are we out of time, Brandon? 
We are out of time. There's the music. All right. All right. Y'all, I'm getting used to this music here, guys. <laughs> but thank you, and uh, keep fighting down there. What a, what an amazing uh, reports coming out of Georgia with this uh, that courtroom. I think it's going to start cracking the ice and breaking through, and uh, and the, tr the dominoes will fall over the country. And yep. you've let it all down there, Garland. So thank you. More to, there's uh, more to come. More to, to come, Mike. Later in the week. That's the uh, Lindell Report. Thanks for watching, thank folks. You. Take care. You're watching Lindell TV.